You're listening to Auto D coming at you live. Yes, which way, what, when, how? Mr. Auto D flip the track right now. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in on this ridiculously comfortable winter Tuesday evening where we find ourselves at Dave Pratt's Star Worldwide Network Studios high above Camelback Road in beautiful Scottsdale, Arizona. Tonight, my guest on the Auto D Show is a comedian, singer, Royce Bell. And uh, he's been a regular on Nick Cannon's Wild and Out comedy series on MTV and has an incredible following on Instagram. Originally from Cedar Rapids, Iowa, Royce moved to Arizona back in 2013 on October 18th, to be exact, and at 7.59 p.m., to be even more exact, which uh, means it only took us six years, three months, 10 days, 23 hours, and a minute to get him together on the show. Uh, I'm a big fan of his impersonation, so we'll see if we can coax a couple out of him while we've got him on the air, right after this track from Fervor Records called Keep Your Hands Off Me by Kubi Koo. Check it out.
You're listening to ROD, coming at you live. And that was Keep Your Hands Off Me from Kubi Koo and Fervor Records here on the Auto D Show, which is brought to you today by the 2019 Fervor Records Music Business Summit, happening April 6th in Glendale. Speakers at the event include uh, Elton John Tour Manager D.C. Parmet, L.A. Music Supervisors, Todrick Spaulding, Greg Sweeney, Malia Hall, and Rob Lowry, and a bunch of others. All in all, it's going to be an incredible event, but you must register to attend. So to register, go to... Fervor Music Biz Summit. That's F-E-R-V-O-R Music B-I-Z Summit.com. Registration opens February 1st. That's this Friday. And uh, I have the honor of moderating one of the panels. So uh, you'll see me there all day as well. So don't miss out. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, Royce Bell is in the house. Hey, hey, hey. What's going on? I'm so I'm happy here. you could come in. Man, I'm elated. You've got so well. much going on. And um, I'm, I don't even know really where to start with all of it. But first of all, I just want to say, bumping into you by accident the other day. That was pretty cool. was fun. And uh, you impressed me so much with your character just in our initial conversation oh, wow. and who you were that I felt like, man, I have got to know this guy. I have to give him anything I can give him in terms of help or, or direction or anything I would have. And I'm wide open. Because I, I just love your passion, love your talent, and I love how you have a plan. And uh, you have, you're disciplined enough to pull it off. And I could tell that right from the get-go. It was just hilarious. I thought, wow, I'm so glad I ran into this guy. Right. Uh, so I'm really happy that you came on. We won't tell him where we ran into each other at, right? Why not? It's, uh, it doesn't matter to me. It's my neighbor's house. Right, actually. a neighbor mansion party, <laughs> which was right. my, one of my, my boy's birthday parties. Yeah, that was pretty funny. That's crazy. And, yeah. and that was a Thane. Thane, yes. And Thane... Did not have a nice time. He was working so hard, man, meeting everybody, keep, making yeah. sure everything was cool. Nothing spilled. I was nothing a man, his, be, his birthday party celebration was probably the next morning. It was work. Yeah. He knew everything right, was cool. Right. Well, yeah, that night was work. Yeah. But that was kind of that was kind of wild. But uh, cool. at any rate, now you, uh, I mentioned jokingly, really, that you moved here at, at seven fifty nine on October eighteenth because I pulled that from a college uh, Times interview. That where you crazy. had said that. And maybe you said it jokingly, you know. No way. You pulled that from a College Times interview? Yeah. Which, which interview? Uh, well, it was an interview you did, uh, and, they, and uh, you had mentioned that that was the very moment, I think you got off the plane, you went down to Mill Avenue, partied and fell in love with Arizona. And that I was like, is crazy. Yeah. That's funny, because that's the true. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. Uh, I was young, and I was partying. And I wasn't focused on anything else other than having a good time. Now, at the time, were you living in Cedar Rapids at the time? No, I actually came from Vegas. I came okay. from Las Vegas. So okay. I moved uh, in 2013 of uh, March. I moved to uh, Las Vegas from Cedar Rapids. For the first time living anywhere outside of Cedar Rapids. Island. Right. And I, my dad lived in Vegas for 12 years, moved there. He was a professional boxer. Okay. So, you know, kind of the, cool. the entertainment world already, yeah. you know, part of the family. So uh, moved out there to train. I actually went to school. This is before any entertainment uh, aspiring comedian, aspiring actor came about. Um, I went to school and I played football. So what was your position? I was a running back. I thought maybe I was, wide receiver. Yeah, no, tailback, running back. I'm short, <laughs> awesome. man, you know. Uh, so, yeah, I, I moved there to train, play football. I wanted to transfer from Iowa Western, which I was currently going to school at, okay. uh, to uh, University of um, uh, Nevada, Las Vegas. I forget the, right. the name. UNLV. We'll just okay. say there that. There you go. Anyway, um, and it didn't work out. So uh, I uh, – You say I had, it didn't work out with No, it didn't. I mean, did, you, did you flunk out I had or fun you got cut from the team? What no, I, before I even enrolled in school, I kind of moved – kind of finishing my year off at Iowa – or finishing my semester off at Iowa Western, rolling into the summer – where I had time. I was oh, 21. I just turned yeah. 21. And and my dad gave me a little freedom. So I was spending money. I was wasting money. I ended up being broke. 
in not my head not in the right place. So I never went to school, and I was gonna go back to Iowa and play ball for like a D three college, right. and go back to school in Iowa and just you know sit back in my old hometown. Right. And my buddy in in Arizona, Phoenix, Arizona, he said, "Don't do that. Come here first. He's like, "Give it a week. I'd hate to see you go back because there's this stigma back home. It's like." Yeah. You know, a lot of people get stuck in, you know, the, the, and you the laid to, back the country life. And for what I wanted to yeah. do, it was not. You You've got to leave home anyway. Yeah. You can go back 10 years later. But I mean, you've got to leave home. I mean, now, now there are some people who are content. Now, mm-hmm. that's fine. Mm-hmm. And, and they know what they're doing and they know what they want to do and they and they love it. I right. didn't. I was miserable for many years after I graduated high school, just being there, knowing I wanted to get to a bigger city and, right. and you know, show my, my talents. Even in football before, I, like I said, got into entertainment. So I came to Arizona. October 18th. Just for a week. Just just for a week. October 18th, 7.59 off the flight, straight to meal with a buddy who picked me up from the airport. Had a blast. I told myself I wasn't leaving. So I stayed and, and had a had a rough time and tuck it out, and things just continue to get better mm-hmm. until now. So. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Let's go back to Cedar Rapids. I'm originally from Peoria, Illinois. Really? Which isn't too far. I don't know if you told me that. Yeah, I, No, we didn't cover that in our first little conversation. No, that's cool. Okay. But I can tell you that I think I played just about every bar in Iowa, and I played in Cedar Rapids back in the day. Okay, so, I like that. So your dad may have seen my band. He might have. <laughs> no. I'm sure he did. He but, ran a bar. Uh, oh, did he? What was the Cedar name Rapids, of the place? It was called Mr. V's. Mr. V's. And, Mr. V's. And they had bands. It was more of a club bar. Right. So I'm was sure it he a place? I, was it a place where the bar was like in the center of the room? It could have been. You, and, the, and, the, and the band was on a small stage with a glass wall behind it. I'm, I'll have to ask him. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, I, was I broke a, my I was like three, in a place maybe, like that, when he so. had that. Okay, okay. This might have been and, early 90s. And we didn't get paid, so he and I got to settle that up. Okay, all right, all right. Yeah, <laughs> Just, yeah, I don't know. Wait a minute, he's a boxer. No, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, right. I broke my base. It's all, it's all Mark good. Mark Tyson. Yeah, so it was, it was a, something else coming from there. But uh, now you are a singer as well, which I didn't realize. Yeah, I'm a singer. I sing. Yeah, and you're still doing that actively? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I just recorded uh, uh, just a little something last night. It's not finished at all, so uh, it's in the works. But I just was in the studio last night singing. Okay. Yeah. Now, that, again, there's just so much to talk about. But now let me ask you this about writing. Do you? What's the biggest difference you find in terms of how uh, the writing process goes for a, a comedy bit or a song? Are they both so inspirational? They're, yeah, they are. They're both emotional for me. Mm-hmm. My comedy comes from, I mean, I'm not going to say a dark place at all. A lot of comedians will say it's dark. That's not always true. But right. my comedy comes from an emotional spot, uh, you know, stories, uh, history, uh, my, my life. Uh, music uh, is always something currently going on with me. So it's always an emotional drive. Um, how I come up with them is a little bit different, though. Mm-hmm. That's funny. So uh, comedy is more like you're just sitting around the house. Um, going off uh you know it's kind of like dave Chappelle. he writes his jokes backwards so i find a subject and kind of go backwards with it mm-hmm. like a family matter a lot of my stuff is very different and unique i do impersonations so it's just on a set that actually i'm a tour that i'm getting ready to go on i'm working now on comedy and it's funny how i'm working it in because i'm doing so many things within this this hour set that i'm going to have for the road so it's like singing and integrated with comedy right singing right. and comedy like a Jamie Foxx, like we talked about, uh, and then impersonations, and then just me being funny as right. Royce. As yeah. Himself. But on top of that, you can start to go in and out of your character since you can do oh, impersonations yeah. so well. You can be singing a song and say, I wonder what it would sound like if someone so sang it, and boom, now it's the same song, yeah, only yeah, it's yeah. this other voice singing <laughs> exactly. it. Exactly. Michael Jackson. Reaching out. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
you know. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. You know, I used to, I would fall into a Christopher Walken voice, you know. No, the oh, other one. Wow. And so I, I do a John right, Lennon show. Good. So I started singing, imagine all the people, you know, and start doing the him singing John Lennon. <laughs> that's good. And it's like, imagine. I can't, I, but I don't do a comedy show. I can't put that in, you know. But, but that's good, man. You could do that. Golly. That'd but be funny. That, I, it would be funny. It's kind of fun. I think it's amazing to actually do impersonations. Like, how do you study the voice and who do you pick? Man, I feel bad at this point. And I'm going to change it too. I don't study as I could be. I I am going to be great, but I, I feel like I could be greater. I, I'm a little bit uh, not lazy, but uh, you know I don't go all out. It's funny how I do study is just naturally. Right. So uh, you know when I first started doing impersonations, I would I would do people who I just I grew up around, or you know I watched on TV a lot. I watched a lot of uh, Denzel Washington, a lot of uh, Elvis, Michael Jackson, uh, just people of that nature. But now that I'm actually you know, integrating it with my profession and being on TV and stuff and, you know, the producers will come down. We want you to do these five people. In 24 hours, I might have to learn a voice, right? Right. I'll just play tapes and tapes and tapes. But for me, I'm a true impersonator. So there's an impressionist and there's an impersonator. Mm -hmm. And there's both. I can do both, but I consider myself an impersonator. I don't know. You know the yeah, difference, right? Absolutely. But okay. Feel free people to, don't. People do not yeah, know the but difference. But feel free to explain it in a minute. To the people. You to know. To the people, yeah. Right? With all due respect. He knows. <laughs> uh, the difference between an impression is a more so a vocal uh, uh, a sound of of sort of whether it's an animal you know or, or you know an act actor celebrity now an impersonator embodies figuring you know breaking down the word impersonator mm -hmm. you embody that person their their uh, their speech impediment their uh, uh, you know whether it be their tone their you know their their movement their well and for you their facial expressions, their expressions. you exaggerate it because yeah. you're not just doing it you're doing it comedically the persona yeah which that to me person. it's like you you almost pick the people based on how they might strike you the funny walk and the talk something and about the them is like that's interesting you exaggerate it and it becomes comedic it's not comedic in them mm -hmm. but it's easy to see it comically yep yeah yeah, yeah. yeah it's ob it's an observational and thing I think that's that's special yeah. and I like that. Who's your favorite uh, person to impersonate? People, you know what the funny thing is? Somebody knew. Ah. Somebody knew. Somebody right. knew who I, I can get down, and once I got it, it's like. It's like discovery. It's like new. It's like new. It's like a new uh, game, you know, or a new bicycle, or, you know, whatever. You know what right. I mean? You would want to compare that to. Well, I saw your Instagram like post with, uh, you know, arguing to your, your girlfriend off screen that Michael Jackson was the lead in. in uh, the bird movie and was, no I disrespect. I love you, Sandra Bullock. I think you are gorgeous. I, mean, I really do. I think she's gorgeous. But I clown because she does have strong features as a woman. And they resemble Michael Jackson to me. And one of some of his stages when he right. had. It's just funny. Yeah, I clown. I'm a comedian. That's the, that's the, the, the uh, comedian well, and, side. And it was a cute bit because you were, you were absolutely arguing for it. You yeah, know? And I love the Jackson. character you're doing. Yeah, He's still alive. He's acting right now. I no, thought it was no. great. Which, by the way, have you seen Bird Box? You know what? I haven't, and I I just don't want to. And, and the thing, the I only reason you. I would is because she's in it. Because yeah. I'm a big fan of hers. Uh -huh. But I'm, I'm I'm watching the clips that I've seen from the trailers. And I'm like, this is stupid, and <laughs> I'm not going to watch this. Yeah, it's, and I'm just that way. I like the movie. I'm not going to say it's the greatest movie of all time, but for what it gave us, right? It, it's good enough for me. I like it. Yeah, cool, I give man. It a thumbs up. Well, it's you know, I, and I'm certainly not the one to pick because a lot of people are thumbs up. The movie's really popular. It's doing great. Hell yeah, you know? killed. Yeah. Social media, power of the internet. Oh, yeah. It's incredible. Uh, there's some other, you know, I want to talk about so many things, which includes movies, now that we're on movies, but before we do, how about Kevin Hart, for example? I just saw his new film. Hmm. And ah. mm. 
Bam. Bow. <laughs> right, right, right. Yes, you did. Which one? The one with... Uh, uh, I can't remember the name. Not of the Will thing. Ferrell. Um, his newest movie, like the what was the movie called? I just it's two words. I can't think of the name of it. It's out now. I don't know. He's gonna look at. I know, Someone right? text us. But listen, let's get back to Cedar Rapids because we can come up to movies. Right, okay, we'll go back to Kevin. Because Season Rapids, Cedar Rapids is like no one's from Cedar Rapids. It's a small little place, right, on the middle of nowhere, the Midwest. People right. don't think of that. No, so, I've never uh, heard of it. So did you get into music first or comedy first when you started getting into the creative stuff? Would you say, I mean, would you say professionally or you just say in general? I would like, say what was no, my in, passion in the first? house. Where did I start? Yeah, yeah, I mean, did you, did you have a piano or a guitar or were you singing in church or what? Where did music first come in and, and was that before or after comedy was kind of happening? I can't remember which exactly was first. I, have, I strongly, strongly will say both. My mother was uh, uh, one of... Uh, three lead singers in a gospel group. She sang. Um, my father was a, a comedian. Uh, so, you know, I just, around the house, I would be the, I would be the kid who, I would be the seven-year-old entertaining all the, the other kids and the adults at Christmas gatherings, mm-hmm. uh, making them laugh. Uh, and the same token, you know, I'd also be at home um, spending hours in front of the TV listening to, you know, Motown, uh, you know, icons like Michael Jackson playing piano, uh, by ear with my mother because she played. So it was just a, it was a mix of both. And I think that's, that's the foundation of why I am able to continue to have a passion for both today. When you were young, who were some of the comics that really kind of tripped Oh, uh, Red Fox. See, my, so, let's, <laughs> so, so first, so you can get an idea of my household, my right. mother was born in 1951. Okay. Okay, so when she had me, she was 40. I was born in 91. Okay. So even though... It was the 90s. I saw a lot of the 60s, the 70s. So mm-hmm. uh, Red Fox, uh, Richard Pryor, mm-hmm. uh, Eddie Murphy, those were the comedians. And then as I got older, you know, late 90s began to be Chris Tucker, Chris mm-hmm. Rock, um, and uh, th- that sort of crowd. Um, and then later on in the 2000s, I fell in love with like uh, Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn. Mm-hmm. I think those guys are Interesting hilarious. Pair, G- yeah, yeah, Jim Carrey. Um, in Living Color, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, just uh, Mad TV, those TV shows that I grew up on. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's stay on music for a second. What uh, what have you done besides, I mean, all I found out in stumbling about looking up details today was uh, that you actually sang, because I wasn't unaware. We didn't talk about that. Okay, And yeah. then I didn't see anything out, but you've uh, actually performed. You've had a couple of mixtapes out that you put out. Yes, and they've a lot of them have been underground. I right. haven't, and, and the reason is, is because... Uh, I, I'm a perfectionist. I don't want to put something out that I don't 100% have uh, recollection of how to put out. You know, I've always said when I put out music, seriously put it out, I want a team around it who knows mm-hmm. what they're doing. Right. You know, I know how to get in the booth and sing and produce an engineer, but when it comes to marketing, campaigning, I, I don't want it to be sloppy. Mm-hmm. So I, so do you I make music, I put the mixtapes out, I throw them on certain platforms, but I have not. I have yet to go all out on, say, an album. So, do you kind of feel like they're demos? Do you feel like you? Yes. Pitch, they're more for you to pitch yourself as a singer to. Yes, potential? just to show, just to show my talent. Right. Yeah, just yeah. to say, hey, I sang. This is a passion of mine. Mm-hmm. Don't count me out on this. Now, you are a huge Michael Jackson fan, musically and number you know, one, everything about it. So, when you sing, do you feel that there's an influence in your voice from? Michael's style does absolutely lean that way absolutely it, now it's, it's been worn off with little Chris Brown yeah. within the last decade but yeah. absolutely he's he's always going to be an influence now are you writing most of the stuff that you sing or are you yeah, do I write covers? everything okay 
I write everything. Now, I'll do a couple covers, right. but I like expression. I like to express. I love to write, and I love my own music, so I write everything. So when you write, are you writing lyric and melody, or are you also playing an instrument and writing the chords? That's fun. I'm glad you asked. I wanted to go into that before you even asked. Yeah, so how I write is very, well, to me, it's unique um, from what I've heard from other people. I have to hear melody. Mm -hmm. I have to hear it. I have to hear a beat. I have to hear an instrumental. Um, and then I go into the booth one time, once or twice, and I just hum, you know, <laughs> I'll put the words to the melody that mm -hmm. I created with my vocal. I, mm -hmm. I can't write a song without mm -hmm. doing that. Mm -hmm. there, there's no way. There's a feeling you get when you hear an instrument, you right. know, and when you hear a beat. It's just a feeling. And so I hum how I feel, you know, whatever I'm, whatever I'm feeling. And then I'll go back and I'll write to that melody I hummed. And, it, and it's quicker, too. Yeah. I, I know exactly what you're saying. I did an album where um, I went into the studio and I was doing everything. I kind of locked myself. I had a studio, so I locked myself in for about two months. I think my, I was married Genius. at the time, and my wife said, I was talking about potentially selling the place because actually, long story short, um, who was it? Shaw Money was coming to town, and he was looking for a studio, and we okay. were talking about selling it. So we were, we were talking, you know, and I told my wife, I said, man, if I sell that studio and never made my own record in it, you know, I'd shoot myself. And she's like, I don't want to hear it. Just go to the studio and make your dang record and don't come home until your record's done. I was like, really? And I kind of moved nice. in for a couple of months, right? And so I just, I wrote and recorded an album and I did a lot like what you just said. I would, since I don't have a team of people and I'm playing everything by myself and messing around, I'd make these weird sounding loops, including with sounds, just crazy sounds. And then I would make them about nine minutes long so I could hit record on a vocal mic and then go in the other room uh -huh. and start making up melodies. And sometimes while I was doing that, I'd make up a line and I'd think with words, I think that's kind of clever. So I'd sing it again. I'd sing a harmony to it while it's going. I'd go oh, in wow. and control them with my mouse and stack them back up and time stretch them and make a That's match. a lot of work. It is. But then you sit there and you have two lines to a song and a bunch of melody and you go, wow, I wonder what this is about. That's an yeah. interesting thought. Then you have this basis that kind of puts you on a path for writing. It's not a blank pad. No. So it kind of helps to be inspired by the melody you discover on the track. Oh, I, mean, I get that. I get that process. That's a beautiful process, though. Making making the the music before laying anything down vocally. Yeah. And now it'll be fun for you uh, when a first song comes into your head out of nowhere. That's a melody and a lyric without a beat. Oh yeah, you know, because that'll happen if it hasn't. That was Michael Jackson's thing too. Not to beat him mm -hmm. over our interview, but you know, hey, he, well, he's, he's not the greatest, argue, right? <laughs> no, he's like a stop uh, us. Rest in peace, Mike. That's right. Well, listen, uh, so. You got big plans for music coming up. Yes, absolutely. We're in the studio today. Is this just another demo? It was or? a song. It was just a song. Okay. Just, just, I had to get something out. Now, what was it called? Upset. How's it go? Uh, just give me a line if you got it in your head. Or do you need the beat? Because you just no, made it. No, I don't. I'm thinking about which line I want to give you. Okay. Come back to me on it. Okay. Give me time to simmer. You got it. I, and I won't forget. I will come back. When, All right. When you leave. Let your voice warm up a little bit. Uh-huh. Right? Um... <laughs> Oh, you said um, so I stopped. Yeah, no, I, I wanted to uh, say I forgot what you said to me before. About which part? Before I was going to sing, you threw me off. Oh, I'm so well, I don't even know what we were talking about then. I'm now we're oh, just running circles. Sean Money, who who is Sean Money? Shaw. Shaw, Shaw Money. Money. Yeah, he was with uh, See, Fifty was Cent's record company. Okay, he was like the president of Fifty Cent's record company. Okay, and he was in New York, but he was coming out here producing some acts, and he liked it out here, and so he was looking to set up shop out here. Gotcha. <clears throat> And it was right about the time that that relationship came apart. So okay, he changed dang. his plans. You work with a lot of uh, big people. That's cool. I, you know, I had an opportunity to work with a lot of really cool people, kind of in all kinds of styles. 
Yeah, in fact, you know, now, that's now, now I'm too. sitting here working with you, which is really I know, cool. right? Now, you so, asked me about music. Music, yeah. seriously, yes. But you know what I realized the other day, and I've been so stubborn on it the last year and a half. I'm going to do it all. I'm going to do it all now. No, I'm not, I'm not going to tell them. Nobody's going to tell No, I'm going to take advice from mentors that I've, that I've gotten advice over, from over the last year, and I finally, it made sense to me. I got to focus on one thing. You can't right. be great at multiple. You can be great at multiple things in due time. Right. I can't be great at everything all at right. once right now. And right now my platform is comedy. Yeah. As being a comedian. You know, and yeah. taking that angle. And people love the impressions. Yeah. That is what I am known for. So I know, man. On your I'm Instagram page, that. you can't get off of that. There's just no, great stuff. No. So the going into the studio that just leads back to the other night was just, just to get that out. Because mm-hmm. that's always a passion. I'm going to do that periodically. Mm-hmm. Uh, focusing on it. Not right now. What I'm focusing on now is the tour. I got a comedy tour I'm trying to put together. Well, I'm not trying. I'm putting it together. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, you know... Um, uh, these t- television shows that I've mentioned to you. Well, let's uh, talk about are... the tour real quick. Okay, You great. say you're putting this tour together. On my own. So what What have you done? What's happening? Who's on Okay, it? so I've it it's, it's, it's just me. Okay. Okay. Uh, the tour is called uh, Royce Bell's Breaking Out Comedy Tour. Um, I'm booking all the cities uh, along with, you know, a manager. But when I say just me, just no big team on this, you know, um, I hired a campaign marketing uh, guy Mm -hmm. and we're just going to kind of go kind of gorilla. Okay. So right now you're putting the the dates together and the venues together. together. When when do you anticipate? Okay. Valentine's Day and Cedar Rapids. That's your first show? Yep. That'll be the launch. And then back in Phoenix and then Vegas and then um, Dallas, Biloxi, Mississippi and along right. Awesome. Back around. Yeah. Do you know the venue? Some of the venues, like in Biloxi, what are you doing? One of the casinos. On the yes. Water? How'd you know? I've been down wow. to Biloxi. Yeah, man. it can't be that day. Okay, it's a family down there. I'll give you that one. That was scary. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then um, there's a a club. You're gonna crack up. It's okay. a strip club, but okay. it's an infamous strip club. Okay. It's called Sapphires. All right. But there's on the other side, inside still, on the mm-hmm. other half uh-huh. is a is a infamous comedy spot right right i mm-hmm. mean the strip club comedy cool. spot i started doing comedy there my stand-up first ever just getting <clears throat> you know jitters out at that comedy club so i said i'm gonna go back and i'm gonna sell it out it's probably got cool. you know 500 seats or right. so or what so or whatnot excuse me um at cedar rapids penguins i'm sure okay. have you heard yep, of that yep. penguins comedy club um that's and, exciting. Uh, and, what, yeah. and so you'll be in Phoenix as well as a date set on that one is that the improv or where in you're Phoenix oh in Phoenix yeah right here Michael's Oh, it, downtown. Okay, um, yeah. Awesome. I, I don't know the. I don't know if it's just Michael's, uh, but that's the only thing that sticks out to me. I was going to do it at Stand Up Live, okay, but I didn't have a chance to really reach out or get in communication with them. And then, uh, campaign manager, or mm-hmm. excuse me, campaign marketing uh, person, hit me and said, "Hey, Michael's would love to have you." Yeah. And I got an inside there, so let's do it there. And I said, "Okay, perfect." So now you, you kids listening, you dreamers listening, who think, man, you know, he had all the breaks. He got on TV. He said this. He said that. Look who's booking his own tour. Oh, yeah. You, know, you never. What? You, there's no place where you, someone just takes care of everything for you until I guess you're Michael Jackson. But, I mean, yeah. all the way up the ladder, you got to work, man. It's, you got to bust all your, your own ass grind, and work. Man. P- nothing is given to you. Yeah. Now, doors, doors, are, doors can be open right. for you. But you got to walk takes, through them. Yeah, it takes the work first to get them there. You know? <laughs> you know, and then you got to go gonna, through them. You know, it's not, yeah. Well, I'm excited for the tour. Um, it's going to be cool. All brand new material? Or are you Brand new. Cool. Everything's first. And I, ha- and, I, and I like that. Now, I've watched comedians and I've studied comedians. And a lot of them will bring things back. Now, if there are things that can be brought back from years, which there will be in your set. Right. Awesome, because they're perfected. You know they work. But with me, 
I just I I have to. I grew up ADHD, so I just I have to be I have right. to have different material. And plus, impersonations a lot of who's in now. Like I can't do Red Fox on stage to my mm-hmm. audience mm-hmm. now, right? And, you know, twenty two to thirty, they'd be like, "Well, and you who? pick up dates, you do the retirement centers, and, right?" Right? They'd be like, "Who?" So I have to keep on new on who's out and what yeah. impersonations to do now, and you know. Do you have plans to film any of this? Because you should. Do- I'm film documenting this. the whole thing. Okay, fantastic. As much as I can. Now right. the campaign manager is also a videographer. Fantastic. So he's coming along with me. We okay. got a package deal worked out. I was going to say, it sounds like you got a small crew. So just small add crew. a cameraman if you well, don't have one. You know? He's good. Awesome. So you know that's, that's well, that's critical today. Especially for your audience, uh, yeah, and for what you do, seeing seeing a comic who's funny, even looking the way you express yourself, uh-huh. I could turn it off and go, "Oh my god, I want to hear this! I can just tell I yeah. want to hear this." Yes, yeah, because the way you look, yeah, you're dramatic. Back. You're just yeah. dramatic, and it's it's, uh-huh. it's comical. So uh, that's going to be an exciting tour. I wish you the best for that. When's what now? When when is it intended to be done? What's the last uh, day? May in May? May, yeah, okay. I think uh, MTV wilding out uh, another season. Uh, from what my you gonna be on what a little birdie told me yeah uh, awesome. so th- I've done my I've done you know, four like fi- seasons so yeah far. like fifteen episodes or something I think I read uh, you've been on, looking on maybe while more you've been on for four more, solid years more okay. more Pro- probably like um, I would say a good thirty plus oh, okay within the last four seasons well, uh, I'm there's gonna, so I'm many ditch that website oh man yeah, I was ditching, reading that information <laughs> so yeah four seasons though and in the fifth season would it looks for me my fifth season will potentially Lord willing uh, okay. be uh, after late may so okay then. well we're kind of jumping around a little but since we're there let's talk about that was that your first tv F- first major syndicated television how did yes. that feel when you the first season when you were involved that i mean what happened to you inside oh man it was surreal it was very surreal and i made it it, it, I, it was surreal and then i got to a point where i said i don't want to <laughs> be a deer stuck in the headlights because i've made it here and i've gotten myself here so let's not look at it like that. Yeah. And once I looked at it like that, I I said I, I'm already I'm I'm good. I, I don't what this I'm gonna go out and kill and because I don't like being nervous. I don't right. like that. And so um, once I got rid of that, it it became just like it was like okay yeah this is what I do. This is who I am. I'm on the show. You know this this is you know. I don't know. This and is then me. they ask you back, and that has to make you feel like, wow. Yeah, this is where I'm I supposed to be. Well. Got it. Yep. I'm yep. one of them. I'm one of us. We do this. I'm kind of, I belong. Yeah, yeah. On stage, I remember being on stage the first episode. You know, you're behind, the crowd's there, the <laughs> lights are on. They're like, all right, in five. Yeah. Smokes. Woo! All yeah. right. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. And, you know, it's just like, yo, I'm going to kill it. Yeah. Awesome. But I was nervous. I bet. Yeah. What's a, what's a show that would intimidate you? Is there one out there that you'd go, you'd really kind of have to catch your breath? SNL, mm-hmm. but it's what I want. Cool. Well, so, then I'm sure we'll see you there. Oh, yeah. I don't I'm think st- it'll be very long. I think I spoke it into existence, yes. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I don't doubt it, man. I mean, it's, there's no one. It's kind of funny. I don't think there's anyone who, who would see you do your act and meet you that wouldn't then want you. So that's just all it takes. You know? Absolutely. So Get in front of Lauren Michaels, right? Yeah. So it's going to happen. Uh-huh. I don't want to worry about it. Okay. Every, there's going to be people in front of Lauren Michaels that are saying, you got to see this kid. I mean, you know what I mean? You don't yeah. have to get there. Uh, you're in front of enough people. Those people will put you in front of people because you're talented and you're good at what you do. Yes. <clears throat> and uh, enough about all that. Let's get back to movies. Okay. No, let's skip movies. Let's get back to the fact that you said you've got some other TV projects. Yeah. Well, I, what can we talk about? I am creative. I'm innovative. And I have, I have a great, great few pitch decks for these networks, ABC, NBC, 
Fox TNT. Whoever wants them. Awesome. I'm I'm I'm, I'm going to war bid them. Okay, and so you're not going to tell me what these shows? Their show ideas. You've you've created some concepts. Yes, okay. yes. I, I I can't speak on them entirely yet, but we'll say that they are the equivalent to an America's Got Talent, uh, you know, uh, American Idol, um, The Mass Singer, which you know. Uh, How about that show? Yeah, I like it. I thought from the trailers it was going to be the most incredible thing. I watched the first episode. Uh huh. And I was like. This is this isn't gonna work. Didn't do didn't do it for you. No, but then it's like the number one show. It Boom. is, yeah, yeah. And Nick Cannon's the host, my boss. Honestly, awesome. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've seen a couple episodes. I love it. But I, but me personally, now I'm wanting like certain, you know, celebrities in the mass. Like I want to see Will Smith in there. Right. That now that's amazing. Right. You know, right. um, that's just me. Uh, so do you have the relationships to picture shows, or do you are you looking for that? Is this a call out for? Uh, oh, I'm. I'm, no, I'm always continuously looking to build relationships to be able to, um, you know, express uh, my uh, my ideas. I definitely have some people in mind that I'm going to take these shows to first, you know, and see cool. see how they handle it. You know, I know I know I've heard a lot of stories where, you know, I'm not an A-list celebrity yet. So I like uh, the yeah. way you added yet. That's important. Yeah, I'm not an A-list celebrity yet, but you know, I've heard stories where you know these people will. Uh, in my position, so to say, let's call me C-list, whatever you may, uh, will go and pitch a movie and say, "Hey, you know, like Rocky." Let's let Sylvester right. Stallone. <laughs> he said, "I'm going to be in this. I, you're not ha- you're not Can't taking have this it idea, without me. right?" That's what I'm worried about. You know, I mean, are, is somebody going to say, "Okay, well, you know what? Hey, why don't we put uh, Kevin Hart in your place, in right. your position, and you know, we'll, we'll we'll buy it off you." Well, you know, and. If you if you want that's not that's not a losing situation because no. because you got paid for the work you see it go off you see what happens in the process and you know you can do it um, if you want to be if you want that to be your vehicle that's another animal you know then you got to hang on to it like what that. is what is your opinion on that <clears throat> I think it depends on the on the movie it depends on the, it just because you wrote it and just because you own it isn't a good enough reason to make sure you're in it because you could, that could kill it if you're the wrong person for yeah, it yeah that's true and the fact that Rocky made that or you know Sylvester Stallone forced his hand was good for that film and good for him. He was perfect for it. Yep. Uh, it took a lot of guts on, on the, and bravery on the studio side to let that happen. Yeah. In music, Prince was the same way. Prince got turned down by everybody at least twice because he said he had to produce his first record. Now, I'm a record producer. No, I'm not going to let any kid come into me in day one and say, right. oh, and you're going to produce it? Go home. They all said go home. But you know what? He could do it. He knew he had a singular vision for what needed to be done. That's so rare. So uh, if you have that, then... And you want to fight for that? I say yes, but I think it takes the right vehicle, you know. Okay. So that's that's going to be the key because the thing is, write write a movie and it's successful. <coughs> They're going to come to you to write another one, write the sequel. You write another one. Now you're a writer. You're still doing stand up and you're writing all these See, movies. Now, so there's ways to go. Now executive producing, right? Yeah. I want to be an executive yeah. producer. How about as far as acting goes? You're talking about wanting to be in this. Do you do you have aspirations to be a serious actor and Absolutely. a comedic actor? Yes. You, yes. can do, you can do the tough guy, serious, hard work Absolutely, stuff. absolutely. I think a lot of um, a lot of the auditions that they send me now are not that. They're based off of what my platform career right. is. Of course. That's fine. Because they want to exploit I'm that. I'm in the early stages of, you know, getting major roles like yeah. that. So they want to make sure it's one that they've seen me be successful yeah. at, you know, which is comedy. But, yeah. I wanna... Well, you know what? If, you've, if you're on the fence about whether to, to pull the Sylvester Stallone move, then do okay. this. Tell them you have to be a different character not the lead 
Tell them they can only have it if you get to be this guy. Still, okay. still put yourself in it so you get the on screen with the with the famous actor. They stick in it. Gotcha. Build the relationships because it mm. forces them to put you in the room, and and then wow. you're not pulling such a big gun. You know. Okay, I like uh, it. It'd be easier for me to let you have that role if that's what it costs me to get this movie I want. Okay. Than to give you the lead role that I've never seen you act, and I'm, I'm afraid. Yeah. It's I don't, I'm not trusting myself that I can pull that out of you. You know. Yep. So that might be a little easier way to sell it and still get in it. I like but, that. But it all depends, man. You know the bit. I don't know the bit. So if, if it's yours, you got to keep it. That's you know? true. It, it may not be mine. I may, yeah. I may sit behind the scenes. It may not. But I'm going to fight for it. Cool, man. I'm excited. I'm going to go back and scan some notes here. Cedar Rapids crossed my eyes again, and I'm always fascinated. Uh, you mentioned in, in, a, in an interview that you had uh, actually performed Drawing crowds to barbershops and high school locker rooms with your comedy and singing skills. Oh, yeah. Is that kind of a joke, or did you gig at a local barbershop? No, not a gig, but I, people would come. But Dad would say, hey, do your thing. Oh, man. Mom, Dad, me, I'd go there by myself. So I, I remember after I got older, I'd just go to the barbershop. You know, I'd hustle really? people. Yeah. I'd, awesome. I had this thing where I did like 100 push-ups like in one. Like one right. one set, and people a lot of people can't do that. Especially they bet, out of they shape. Bet you oh, you couldn't. can't do it. I'd make two, three hundred bucks all day. <laughs> people get out of the chair, go on the next person. I'd bet him, I'd and the rest of his pay to go yeah. work out. <laughs> oh yeah, and then I'd tell jokes and, and be the comedian down there for free after I made my money. But um, high school, yeah, lock, locker rooms. You know, I was uh, on the football team. You know, uh, basketball, track. A lot, a lot of moments where I just made people laugh i imagine it just breaks out of you all the time because just naturally yeah the sense is you see anything that you observe that strikes you funny and out comes a whole thing oh absolutely just starts pouring out yeah i was i was the entertainer at my birthday parties and then i was the entertainer at everybody else's birthday parties it's just i don't know it had to be that way when i was a really little kid you know i think it happens to everybody all your parents friends go so little billy what do you want to be when you grow up and i knew when i was seven or eight that i wanted to be a comedian and I knew they were going to ask me that question. And every time they did, I said, I know what it is. I know what it is. I could never think of the word comedian. So I'd sit there. And they're like, what? And I'd say, hold on. It's, it starts with a C. Really? And I'd say, it's not communist. And then they would bust out laughing. And I thought, well, that's, that's what it is. But that's not what it is. Yeah, I, I yeah. couldn't think of comedian. For laugh. some reason, I couldn't think of comedian. They always laughed at the communist joke. <laughs> but I didn't end up being a comedian unless well, a lot of my clients have, have accused me of being a comedian. But. I haven't gone into it. I think you're funny. So, hey, um, <laughs> as long as I can make somebody laugh, you, know, you put a smile on somebody's face, that's worth uh-huh. it. Now, I want you to do a couple of your um, impersonations. I picked a couple. But before we do, I'm going to let you get a drink of water. I'm going to play a song. And we're going to give you a little bit of a break because we've been at this for 40 minutes already. Okay. And our hour is going to be gone in a heartbeat. I'm going to spin a song that I thought you might like by a guest of mine who was on the show last week, Michael Lamb. He's a Phoenix okay. guy. But his number one influence musically uh, and inspirationally was was Michael Jackson. Oh wow! So I thought you might dig this. So here's this, a cut yeah. called "Maybe" from Michael Land on the Auto D Show, and we'll be right back. Okay, go. Since your hesitation, oh, 
And that was maybe from Michael Land here on the Auto D Show. And the reason we play music is so we can talk when the music's playing about everything else and kind of catch up. But uh, uh, that's a cool track. I thought you might like that. Man, I, I did oh, like here, it. Let me turn your microphone on. See, I'm doing so many things. I forget. <laughs> All good. I did like it. I loved it, man. That that's was smooth. A, it's a very cool little cat. He's local. We'll have to get you guys together. Yeah, for sure. Michael Land. Yeah. So now a um, couple of your favorite voices to do while we've got you. Oh, man. You know, I, I like our presidents. I like a couple. Like Barack and uh, Trump. 
You know, oh, you like those? Yeah, guys? you know, like you could just picture Barack and Trump right now sitting, uh-huh. you know, talking about this uh, this government shutdown. Uh, so, uh, Trump, uh, I want to know uh, what makes you shut down the government. Uh, it's just, uh, it's it's crazy. Uh, I don't think you should do it. Well, let me tell you something, Barack. If you want pancakes in the morning and Michelle doesn't make them, are you going to go to work? Uh, you got a point there. Exactly. Exactly. Give me the wall. <laughs> Give me the wall. Uh, yeah, and I, I got I, another one. I, I like you know I like cartoons, man. I, I study cartoons. Like, like I don't know yeah. if everybody's out there seen Family Guy. Family Guy's right. hilarious show. I love Family Guy. Big show. Yeah, I love it, man. And Peter Griffin, he's he's one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, well, I love. Okay, uh, Cleveland, I need your help here. I, I haven't been able to find Lois. <laughs> well, Peter. Lois is over at Quagmire. <laughs> That's right, Peter. Giggity, 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 giggity. I'm in love with your wife. <laughs> All right. That's pretty cool. Yeah, Seth MacFarlane. I like him. Yeah. He's crazy. He's crazy. Oh, and speaking of uh, the Kevin Hart movie, I think we came up with that title. The Upside is yeah, what it is. That's the one. Got to go see it. I'm Upside. horrible. It's great. It, it really was. He, Kevin was great. Uh, everybody was great. I thought the, the movie was really worth seeing. It was a lot of fun. Oh okay, and I I I gotta go see it, man. I really, I'm a Kevin Hart fan. So. I dug, he I thought he did an incredible job, uh, and it's one of those movies where it's like you know it seems like the only thing the studios put out are these massive budget crazy movies with yeah. all this computer work, and this is just a good story. It's still expensive. They shot it really nice. Where but, was it shot in New York? Uh, gosh, I wasn't Our even paying Boston, attention, uh, man. I wasn't even paying I'll attention. I should know that. That's okay. But it was. It looks great. Uh, the acting was great. Story's great. That's really what it's about. You know, when, when you see people, the, the lives impacted by every character in the show. You know, it's fun to see those oh, stories. Oh, that, that type of story movie? Yeah, I love you that. You can see the arc for every personality involved. Was, it's a lot of fun. What was the genre? Was it, was it a drama? Well, it's a comedy. comedy. It's definitely a comedy, yeah. Drama comedy or comedy? Like a dramedy. Dramedy. Yeah, there's a bit Got of drama, it. but I mean, it's, it's neat because they're, the personal lessons are dramatic in the sense okay. of, that uh, people are learning big lessons. In fact, Kevin had a particular scene that I, if I could have paused the, the, the film projector in the theater, I would have. Because I had to wait till after it was over to tell my girlfriend, do you remember that scene? Let me tell you what he did in his face mm. that sold that scene the way they needed to sell it. I mean, uh, so hats off to the director, too, for guidance. I mean, these guys, I, th- I thought they really did a fantastic job. But uh, I think you'll enjoy it. So you okay. check it out. Do we get to see a little bit more serious acting from Kevin? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's uh, he did really good. Okay. You're gonna love it, man. You got. Okay, I will. I'm gonna go see it. Yeah, I think you're really gonna dig it. He's a guy who's down hard on his luck, man. He's you know he's having bad times. Yeah. Okay. And he's trying to get back on the straight and narrow and make things happen for his family. Yeah. Gotcha. So it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. You know what? We are flying down the road and we are running out of time. Um, I need to know for people how they can get a hold of you or how they can watch you. What's your Instagram? What's your YouTube? Oh, man. Okay. So check it out. If you want to get a hold of me, keep up with what I'm doing, uh, you know, like the comedy tour, dates, uh, yeah. bookings, anything. Uh, just keep up with uh, the day in the life of Royce Bell. Uh, find me on social media. Facebook is Royce Bell. Uh, most popular is Instagram right now. Uh, my Instagram is official Royce Bell. That's O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L Royce Bell, R-O-Y-C-E-B-E-L-L, official Royce Bell. Um, and, uh, yeah, any bookings or anything like that of that nature, I use my uh, current Gmail still, which is R-Y-C-B-L-L at Gmail. And, uh, yeah, that's where you can get a hold of me. Now, something else I wanted to talk about that we didn't talk about that we don't have time to talk about What's is that? you're moving out of Arizona. 
Yes, You're LA. Moving to LA. I'm moving to LA. When's it happening? I don't have an exact date, but well, I have, but I have an exact quarter. First quarter. I'm, I'm getting out of here. It's coming up. So February, March, in, gotta, in between the tour, which is going to be hard before me. the tour. You're going to try and get all during up during the tour. Yes. Cool. Yeah, during. Yeah. Listen, if you need any help on the tour, like somebody to stand up and make a couple stupid jokes before you go on stage. Especially the Phoenix Let thing, please. Know. Okay, yeah, all right, all right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> hey, absolutely. Man, it has been an absolute honor and pleasure to have you on the show, Royce. Thank you. I, it's been a pleasure and honor uh, to be here as well. I really appreciate it. I have fun, man. Well, good luck with everything, man. I'm going to stay back. in touch and I'll be watching. Okay, I we'll will be back. Keep my eyes on you. Okay. All right. I'll be back. Thank you.